Welcome to Our Morning Take, the podcast where our goal here is to describe for you the movie that is going on in our head when we read the Bible. Good morning, everybody. It's Tuesday, January the 30th, I think, right? 30th. Yep, January 30th, episode number 22. 22 days in this month that we've had an episode. We're the 30th day of the month. Well, that's coming up. I mean, that is what today is. Yep. Tomorrow's the last day of January already. We're already into February 2024. It's amazing. It's crazy. Uh, a lot see, of good things happening. My grandmother, February. my grandmother, my uh, God rest her soul, was born today. Almost oh. positive January 29th was her birthday. So it was probably yesterday. Anyway, somewhere in there. She was born in 1908. I was wow. thinking about that the other day. I said, my grandma was still alive. She'd be like 120 years old, man. Man. <laughs> Not like Noah or something. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go back a ways for somebody to get that age. You got any more special dates in uh, January? <laughs> no more in January. Because sure? we're just about done. It's the 30th. <laughs> he's, went, right? he's went through all six of his lives. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Oh, he, well, <laughs> of course. <laughs> he was ready. You didn't think he's going to miss that one, dude. <laughs> oh. Oh, yes. Thank you, Pastor Tim. That was right on time. <laughs> Exodus chapter four is where we're reading. We're reading in the Moses story. He is at the burning bush, by the way. And God is in the burning bush and the bush is not consumed. And God is talking to Moses about going back to Egypt now after 40 years being gone and leading his children out of this land of bondage. What a, what a amazing Man. assignment that God is giving Moses. And I'm telling you right now, if any one of us were there, we would be worse than Moses. Are you oh, kidding 100%. me? 100%. I can't believe that this is all the questions he asked him. He this probably a- asked more. He didn't want to write the other ones down. <laughs> he said, no, I'm, I'm going to leave that out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Those 17 chapters, I'm going to leave those out. We had a long conversation for a while. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. they are. They're sensible questions. They're honest questions. Those yeah. are the questions. If you are being called into ministry, these are the questions you should be asking God. So I think it's uh, very appropriate. So we're to another excuse that Moses has. Exodus 4, uh, if you want to read along with us, verse 13 in the sacred King James Version. And he said, O my Lord, send, I pray thee, by the hand of him whom thou wilt send. Okay, so we're going to stop right there uh, because that makes no sense at all. I mean, honestly, read that, Abe. Read that, just read it. You read it. Yeah. And he said, oh, my Lord, yes. send, I pray thee, uh-huh. by the hand of him. By the hand who, of him. Whom thou wilt send. Whom thou wilt send. Oh, my goodness gracious. Anyway, the NASB says, please, Lord, now send the message by whomever you will. And in ESV, it says, he said, oh, my Lord, please send someone else. Exactly. And that's that. And you know what? That makes more sense. And you know what? The ESB has it exactly right, because that's what the King James Version is really saying. And but the King James Version doesn't even tell you that it's the message. He's saying you deliver this message by whomever you will, just not me. That's really what Moses is saying. I don't care who you send it. And I know that you've got somebody in mind, but surely it's not me. Now, you can say that that's an excuse, and you can say that Moses was maybe even wrong for even saying that, but he's really not, because that's the right attitude before you go into any ministry. It's like, Lord, are you sure there's not someone else more qualified to go do this? Because I just, you know, I don't think I've got it. Do you think Joshua thought that he had it when he crossed the river? Mm. He, he was just like Moses. First off, they're an obstinate people. They don't listen to you. They don't do what you say. Him and Caleb were the only two that thought they could even go over there and win the battle. 
Yeah, because I can see as God is telling them this, he's thinking about what he did when he was back there. He's like, no way. Yeah. Nope. And do you think nope. that? Nope. And do you think Samuel oh. uh, thought that he was going to be the prophet that he was going to be, right? No way. Samuel doesn't. Do you think David, he's a 17-year-old when he gets anointed to be the king of Israel, and he waits uh, how many years? I think he waited 15 years. At before. least 15. Yeah. I think uh, Pastor Ross was actually just saying it the other day, so he's going to be mad at me if I don't remember the exact amount. But I think it was 15 years and before he became king. And one of the things we have to know is sometimes you have to wait. You have to wait for the oh, plan yeah. of God to unfold, to do what it is. Moses literally now has waited 40 years in this desert, and God's like, okay, now it's time. Yeah. It's time for you to forget that Egyptian. In fact, that Pharaoh is already dead. Oh, you're okay. You can go back there. They're not going to kill you, and everything is going to be okay. You hope. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But Moses <laughs> says, send anyone but me. Yep. Now the Lord, after all of this, is like, okay, you've been pretty reasonable about the questions you're asking, but do you not believe that I know better than you? And he retorts back to Moses in Exodus chapter 4, verse 14, with this. The anger of the Lord was kindled against Moses, and he said, Is not Aaron the Levite thy brother? I know that he can speak well. And also, behold, he cometh forth to meet thee. And when he seeth thee, he will be glad in his heart. And thou shalt speak unto him, and put words in his mouth. And I will be with thy mouth, and with his mouth, and will teach you what ye shall do. And he shall be thy spokesman unto the people. And he shall be, even he shall be to thee instead of a mouth, and thou shalt be to him instead of God. And thou shalt take this rod in thine hand, wherewith thou shalt do signs. And right. Moses went and returned. Yeah, there you go. So yeah. you'll have to back that up just a little bit when we get to the other. But I think we've got enough here to finish this today's podcast anyway. Yes. Because I want us to see a couple of things here. Okay, first off, God, God even shows his own frustration with Moses He's pushed the limit just a little too far. All of the rest of it was pretty understandable and even the kind of things we should do. But once you question God about, are you sure it's me after God has said it's you? Yes. I mean, do you think God's going to change it? Yeah, you know, now that I think about it. <laughs> I mean, do we understand the sovereignty of God? See, if you understand the sovereignty of God, that's a funny statement I just made when God goes, oh, yeah, now that you say that, yeah, man, maybe not. Because God knows what you're going to do. Yep. He lives outside of time. He already knows that Moses is going to go down there. He's not only going to be such a great leader, but they're going to think about Moses for 3,000 years yes. after this event as the greatest prophet that's ever walked this earth because of what he's done. You think Moses feels like that right now? Not at all. Not at all at this point. Exactly. So God is like, that. that's when God begins to get irritated then when we start questioning God after he has given us an answer. Our best response should just be what Samuel said, here am I. Yeah. You know, or what Isaiah said, uh, whom shall we send? And Isaiah says, send me. here am I, send, send me. me. There you go. And that's what Moses should have said at this point, but he doesn't. And so God's like, all right, I'm going to take care of all your problems. What does he tell him? Uh, you ready? What does he tell him, Abraham? What does he tell him? No, not that. I'm telling you. We're in verse 14. Oh, he so just, what God yeah, he just said, you know what? Okay, so your brother is a good speaker, so we're going to send him with you because he speaks well. Okay, so let's get the movie going in our head about the brother. We touched on this a little bit in last week's podcast. I can imagine that family was not a very tight family. 
Moses grew up in an yeah, Egyptian yeah. household for 40 yeah. years. That means that Aaron, isn't he the older brother? Yes, he All is. Right. So Aaron's already on the scene. Aaron's, what, 44, 45 when Moses kills this uh, Egyptian <laughs> and then just runs off. Yeah. So as far as we know, he might have only been at home a few weeks because we do know that he, he did separate himself from Pharaoh's family. He came down to suffer with his people. And then the, and then the first thing he does when he's out is something bad, yeah. and then has to flee. And Aaron's like, what kind of brother do I have? Yeah, or we don't even know what the dynamic was between them when he made the transition. Exactly. You know, because Aaron could have been feeling a certain way or for whatever the case may be. We, we don't know the family dynamic. But, Abe, I think we've got a hint, though. I think we have a hint. Look in verse uh, uh, 14, the last part. He says, I know he, sp- I know he speaks fluently, and moreover, behold... He is coming out to meet you when he sees you. And he will, he be, will be glad, glad in, his heart. in his heart. So I think Moses, if the movie's right in my head, Moses is thinking, Aaron doesn't want to see me, yeah. dude. Are yeah. you kidding me? I remember when I left, that we dude had, was, he was angry. Yeah, we had some beef when I, when I left. I'm really thinking that. And I think God is assuring Moses, listen, not only are you going to meet your brother again for 40 years, but he's going to be really happy to see you. And I think that's an important thing, right? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You're to speak to him and put the words in his mouth. So... Uh, here's another real key. He's uh, he's still saying, I'm going to use you, Moses, but you just tell Aaron what it is that I tell you to speak. Aaron will do the speaking for you. So there you go. And here's the biggest thing that I've always taken away from this. God tells Moses, you will be a God to Aaron. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will be a word to you. You will be a God to Aaron. Yes. So God can use anybody. Amen. Be a Moses. Be a Moses.